This is going to be a whole episode of just bleeps. It's going to be a whole... You might as well just start that now and just bleep the whole f***ing episode. Value resort. Moderate resort. Luxury resort. There you go. That's the episode. Good evening. On behalf of Three Sheets to the Mouse, the podcast where drinks get served, cloacas get loved, and adults act like adolescent teenagers in a pack-and-play, we welcome you to our show. We're gathered here tonight, around the bar, as people have been doing and getting wasted for thousands and thousands of years before us, to share adult humor and Disney drinks. Tonight, a true adventure emerges as we drink together and tell our story together as one. We hope you enjoy our story tonight. Reflections of Booze. Fuck that little pig. Poor shit. <laughs> I podcast my life. everybody and welcome to episode 83 of three sheets of the mouse we're five average guys with a love for all things disney and joining me on this week's show are four guys who have a full tank of gas half a pack of cigarettes it's dark and they're wearing sunglasses trenton hey adam I don't get it. Yeah, that's why I only said hey. I didn't really <laughs> that. No, it's an Animal House reference. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, it's Blues Brothers, oh. and we're getting the band back together because Tim's here. And just like Mr. Cotter, I'm back. And Mikey. Uh, I, I got nothing. My brain is so fucking. <laughs> Everybody's right like, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Is it even Sunday? I like, I, I'm. I'm just. I was expecting to go with oh, the it, two fried chickens and a coke. <laughs> at the, yeah, and and a four. Wait, is it four pieces of white bread? Uh, uh white toast or uh, white toast? Plain dry white toast. Yeah. That's right, dry white toast. Uh, we're to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and maybe a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, grab a tall frosty tankard of of ale, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets of the mouse. You know, earlier this week I was. Uh, I was thinking what it would be like to edit one of our shows with, with, you know, bleeps for any time we swear. Fucking and how it just... <laughs> Why? It would just be a whole episode of B. <laughs> yeah. It would sound know. like Michael J. Fox giving Morse code. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to sound like a fucking DMX song on the radio. Uh, I don't know why I just thought it would because uh, I was listening back to Trenton's episode about uh, Frozen because um, was on my, I was in my car and I turn on I turn on my car and just our podcast just started playing, and just thinking about how many times we swear during one show, it'd be like F- that motherfucker. <laughs> it would be impossible. You wouldn't be able to do it. You would you would quit. Just, no, it wouldn't, the, the episode wouldn't make sense at all. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, no, it would it would have been it would have been just it was just funny when it crossed my mind. Mm. So. Uh, Speaking of uh, things that are above the age of 21, Trenton, what are you drinking tonight? 
I am currently drinking a Diet Coke. And what do you got mixed in it? Because we know it gets you drunker faster. (laughs) I was going to pour some bourbon into it, but the only bourbon I have is expensive stuff, and I didn't want to fucking ruin it. So I might what happened to all your Woodford? My what? Your Woodford. Yeah, it's, I don't want to put that in fucking Diet Coke. I did it the other day. Why? I don't know. Just Woodford's not that pricey. Not, not that this pricey. is store select, sir. Yeah, it's like 35 bucks. All right, some of us aren't fucking fancy lawyers, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, fucking some of us stayed at a bungalow. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Bougie motherfucker. You're officially the Queen Bouge. Oh, yeah. Look at this hair. Where? Um, My face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not far behind you. I might actually be ahead of you, Trent. I don't know. No, I, um, I, I, uh, I I might have appeared on another, uh, one of our friends' podcasts before this, and I didn't want to start drinking and slip up and say things that I'm not allowed to say on that show that I'm allowed to say on this one. Like horse cockery? Uh, like horse cockery, yeah. And fuck sticks? Yeah, fuck sticks. Um, poo sticks? sticks? Yeah, we go, poo sticks. <laughs> it always like comes back to poo sticks. sticks. Yeah. yeah. So you're just drinking Diet Coke? For right now. I might, I might uh, halfway through this recording, when uh, you have to edit out all the, the bullshit, I might go grab a, a nip. There you go. Oh, so uh, you're going to edit out it. my section during my section. <laughs> you can just walk away. Because <laughs> mine is a whole bunch of bullshit. Adam, what are you drinking tonight? I have a Hanalei. Because the beer distributor had nothing. <laughs> this is all they had. Ironically, wanted, my beer distributor doesn't even have that. Well, I wanted a fall or like something fall, and it wasn't happening tonight. They so. had no like Oktoberfest beers? Our beer, I went to the beer distributor like two hours ago, and it was just raped. They had nothing. Ugh. I don't know why. It's not a holiday weekend or anything. No. Football. You guys in Pennsylvania just, you know, party hard. Pennsylvania. Did you guys? Yeah, that's <laughs> makes me think of Punxsutawney. I don't know why. Tim, did you, uh, did, did you, did you like, have like a, a cool snap or something where all the basic bros are... Oh yeah, no, we had fall weather this week. Okay, well that's that's why that's why there's nothing. Yeah, I, my air conditioner has been off for three days. Tim, what do you got tonight? I've also got a handle because we just oh, I just nice. bought a case because it's all they had. It's one lonely <laughs> case of handle sitting on an empty shelf. Well, we, we usually can't... get different beers when we go because yeah. I like a darker stout or a darker beer, and Tim usually likes the lighters and the hefeweizens and stuff like that. So, but it wasn't happening this time. I can't get anything from Kona here in Arkansas, but I've got fucking four different six-packs of Einstock. So is that what you're drinking tonight? No. What are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I hit, Well, it's uh, I hit up the clearance rack at my uh, beer distributor, and I'm still nursing my uh, box of Australian wine that I got for $6.93. Oh, you are fancy tonight. Ooh, which, which, which Australian wine? Uh, it's uh, it, it's it's kind of yellow colored. Is it yellow tail? It's no, it's a Pinot Grigio. I, I no, it wasn't yellow tail. I, I it, I wouldn't well, know a, box. A, a brand on oh, it. Okay. Um, and I threw it away because I knew you, somebody would ask me, and I was just like, eh, I don't want to keep boxes laying around the house. <laughs> I've just I've got it in this. Uh, I I hit up a a yard sale and got like this miniature keg cooler thing, but. You just take your, bo- your box of wine out and throw it in there and run the spigot out the front hole where you'd normally have your tap, and boom, I got just, you know, chilled wine hanging out in the chair beside me in the garage. 
there you go. You can uh, you can then you know sit there and watch Steel Magnolias. I liked it right better one. when it was fried green tomatoes. I think. <laughs> I liked Steel Magnolias better than fried green. The tomatoes. one where Kathy Bates swings a hammer—that's my favorite one. Oh, misery! <laughs> that's misery. Okay. <laughs> Damn it! I get See, them all. That confused. one I knew. The second you got fried green tomatoes, yeah, I'm out. Misery, I know. Tonight, uh, you know, I I decided to stay uh, pretty balls deep in my uh, in my topic in my thing, so I went with a. Uh, Jefferson's Golden Ale from Yards. And you're drinking it out of a steel flagon? Uh, that's correct, sir. I am. And this is really good. So this is a recipe by Yards um, that it was that was found at Monticello. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty good, actually. It's got like a nice wheat rye flavor to it. It's pretty good. Down here Definitely we call it, it Monticello, but whatever. Monticello, Monticello. I call it Monticello too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not fancy. I don't say that word ever enough to care about how I say it. <laughs> he was the guy I call that it originally hosted Let's Make it a is. Deal. <laughs> hey, what, hey, Trenton, what's that stringed instrument you play between your knees? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to end poorly. <laughs> The skin flute? Wait, no. <laughs> no, the stringed instrument. The stringed instrument, man. That looks like a string. Yeah, you tank Aww. fiddle. <laughs> oh, man. Tonight's episode is four weeks in the making. Why? Because I wanted to do this show for four fucking weeks. And what have we done? We've put it off. I don't know why. You know Can why, Scott? tell me why? I can give you a list of reasons. Yeah, let me give a little <laughs> One of them is the, the way mine turned out. Scott's favorite thing to do is to pick topics he already has an idea for. And he's already he probably already had his shit like weeks before he even told us that this he was a topic. He sent us a picture. He, he sent us a picture of what he had he, the he day He fucking after. schematics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he had the shit in the he hopper. He had an architect friend draw plans already. I may or may not have blueprints. He says it's been four weeks in the making. He's had his finished for 20 days. <laughs> so he fucking has his shit in the hopper, and then he What's lays it, it on us a couple days before, and he's like, let's do this. Oh, no. Oh, no. I gave you guys, like, two weeks' notice to start I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. As soon as we thought about this topic, my, my resort was already done. Yes, I had my resort idea, and then life happened. Ideas are easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I actually tried to put it down, and the first time I tried it, it made absolutely no sense, so I had to redo it that time. And then we stopped. We said we weren't going to do it, and I forgot the reason why well, we, we... We wanted to have everybody here, and right. everybody hasn't been here for like a whole month. That's it, too. It's true. Anyways, tonight's episode is one, is one I've been looking forward to for a while. And we have decided to go back to the Armchair Imagineer, and we are going to Armchair Imagineer our own resorts. However, you, the you the listener, you, the guest, is going to have to choose one of them. Triton will put up his poll, and uh, he'll, uh, he'll you know, show everyone his, his stringed his instrument. String? <laughs> Honestly, Tim and I were just discussing about, like, how I would never stay at my resort because I, got, I was stuck with a moderate. So I own DVC, so it's either going to be a DVC resort, or if I can't get my DVC points, I'm staying at a value. I thought, was, I, I thought you so were going in a different direction with that. No. If he would have said I'm staying at a deluxe, I was going to say this is the bougiest fucking thing you've ever said. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll use my DVC points to stay at a deluxe, or I'm staying at a value. I'm not 
going to spend the money on a moderate when I own DVC. See, if I'm spending my own money, I would go with the moderate because it's nice. It's a nice medium between the two, and I like the moderate resorts a ton. Oh, you know, I do too, but historically, if you look around at any of the DVC groups when people can't use their points, DVC people are notoriously fucking cheap. Yep. <laughs> if they can't use their points, they're not spending money on anything frivolous. They're going to go for a value resort. Uh, I don't know. I've stayed in a bundle. wait till now, they guys. get points back. I don't know if I can go back to the peasant life. <laughs> <laughs> the peasant life. Anything less than a bungalow. I'm sorry, he's going to be in a tent in November on the beach in Bali. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's going to be sleeping be under I-4. Um, so I, I did give the guys uh, a task to choose uh, to make up their own resort. Uh, I gave them the uh, the class of the resort. So Trenton, he's going to have the value. Adam and I have moderates. And Tim and uh, Tim and Mikey have deluxe. So I'd just like to state it real quick. I have never been in a stayed in a deluxe, so I really have no idea what I'm doing. Well, that's like every week we do this. We have no idea what we're doing. We just wing it. This is a hot mess. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Mine's a fucking train wreck. Hey, mine's, mine's, so, mine's just a, another campground, so figure it out. <laughs> so tonight uh, tonight on Armchair Imagineer, we, uh, we add some resorts to the Walt Disney property. All right, so this is our chance if Disney has not finalized those plans. Uh, pay attention, uh, Bob. Hear me? Iger? Lasseter? Oh. No. Uncle not, Joe? Not Lasseter. We, uh, we're going we're gonna to pitch you some resorts. So, who wants to go first? I got to pee. Ugh. I think, uh, you know, something I ate. It's not sitting right <laughs> right now. <laughs> Start at the bottom and work our way up. So, Trenton. Well, fuck all of you. <laughs> Sharp Trenton <laughs> Beep 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 More No it would have been Beep horse all of you horse. Yeah it was Call this Do shit This is fucking horse <laughs> I don't want to play with you guys anymore <laughs> I'm taking my toys and my going toys home going home <laughs> I had a value So I kind of got fucked over there too This is a whole Just This is a fucking this whole episode. Um, <laughs> you love the value. You haven't got started yet. Because, you know what? I honestly feel I got fucked with the moderate. So, Wait, is, like, is your theme going to be Amish? <laughs> is it like an Amish resort? My It'll theme. be very minimalistic. So you're going to be angry in it? No, but you could churn little, the butter for the rest of the resort. A little town in Scandinavia called Arendelle. There's no real town called Arendelle. Yep. Well, yeah. now there is. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> So I did go with a frozen theme for a value. I think it'd be perfect. Little wait, kids, wait, wait! Surprised face. Um, it actually started with a pool. My my whole idea came from a pool because when I think of the values, I think of the pools. Is it is it melted Olaf? It is not. Ew! It is not. <laughs> That's messy. Um, so I'm actually gonna go with my pool first because it's my initial idea. So if you guys don't like the order that I'm going in, I don't fucking care. Um, so the scene in Frozen when they're on the sled running away from the wolves is kind of an intense scene in the movie. And uh, right, right before it smashes, and she, Anna has to tell Kristoff she'll buy him a new sled. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. the gorge. Okay. When the thing floats down the gorge. So my idea was a pool with a slide where you're on an inner tube, and it's like you're the sled going down the mountain from the wolves. Is that too scary for little kids? You think? No, I think that probably was too scary for kids. So no, it's just a bobsled roller, uh, bobsled uh, water slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, big big statue of uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, Marshmallow there. Um, 
just a, 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 a big frozen frozen snow slash ice pool and the main attraction is the slide where you're on the sled coming down the mountain Oh, so you built Blizzard Beach on an intro <laughs> That's level. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you built a, a pool version of Frozen Forever in Epcot. Yeah, pretty much. Because um, it's a great fucking ride. Um, so my idea for a lobby, I was trying to go with something that's more value-ish, and this seems pretty extravagant, so I don't know. Um, but the lobby is just going to be the castle in Arendelle. I almost went with the, the ice castle, and I was like, nah, that'd be... A, probably pretty ridiculous to try to build as a value um so i want the resort itself to feel like you're in the village of arendale kind of like a larger version of the queue at frozen ever after um so you're gonna walk in you're gonna you know check in and then you're gonna get assigned a room and we're gonna have s several different buildings um the the family suites like uh, art animation has i went with uh like guest houses or guest guest uh rooms or guest houses in the castle itself if they had guests over to for the, like the coronation party and stuff like that is there a ballroom balls uh i didn't go with a ballroom i figured that was a little bit much for value but you know you could have made the ballroom the eatery yeah that's actually a good idea because i don't have a theme for the restaurant i just know that it's a norwegian restaurant so thanks adam you're welcome. Um, <laughs> um, now he's then, got balls. Then just some some different themed rooms. They're serving Swedish meatballs. Yeah, that is actually one of my one of my dishes is is meatballs in my restaurant. <laughs> so just put an IKEA cafeteria in there. <laughs> Horse um, meat. Yes. And a sun bomb on my own invention. <laughs> my own invention. Lutefisk. Um, speaking of the Oaken Trading Post, that is the store the the store for the of course it is for the the, the resort. It couldn't have been any more perfect. There won't be a sauna, I don't think, no. But, uh... I, I, you kind of had to go with it. Um, so the different buildings, I went with a Trolls building, an Elsa building, an Anna building, and a Kristoff and Sven building. Just What's what's the Kristoff and Sven building? Eh, kind of like a barn where they sleep at Oaken Trading Post. You just sleep in hay. Your room is just hay. <laughs> yeah, your bed is... Wow. You have a hay mattress. It's still more comfortable... Than all star sports. Smells better too. So I didn't go too crazy with theming because, like you guys know, the values don't really have too crazy theming. Um, but and, and Scott had brought this up about my theme as well as he was afraid that little boys wouldn't want to stay here. So I guess I'll take that lump because, but whatever. People, little girls want their, their families to stay here and their brothers just have to suck it up. You get outvoted. So I did kind of have um, the theme for the restaurant. Well, the idea for the restaurant would be Norwegian food. A lot of roasted meats. Uh, a lot of, you know, breakfast. You know, you get your smoked fish, your bagels, stuff like that. Um, uh, pastries. Um, it, it, there's a lot of directions you could go with. And the one thing I was worried about, though, too, is that I don't think a lot of people like, you know, it would have to be Americanized Scandinavian food, essentially. So um, Akershus. Well, you know, not necessarily. But you, that. Well, you, but you can. You don't even have to go that far, really, because most of the, um, a majority of the value resorts just have a food court, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so, and most of the food court is just 
they're they're not really themed. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just have Elsa shaped pancakes, and that's it. I was th- yeah, yeah, I was thinking light theming, nothing extreme, but definitely wanted to have meatballs for sure. Um, and I and I do like you can't have a ballroom a without balls with no balls. Sure. Yeah, that would be great. So I didn't want to go with big statues of the characters again, so I didn't do that with the theming for the buildings. It was more just the exterior of the building and the interior of the rooms, more so. Um, but like I said, I didn't want to go too crazy with theming because I didn't want to get called out for over-theming a fucking value, so... Well, I think, See, but that's, I think what, that's what, where what, you could have went crazy. Yeah, heaven forbid yeah, someone look at, look at Art of Animation. Cheats. Because Art of Animation is impeccably themed. Oh, the yeah. buildings themselves are not, but the ground <clears throat> Right, even no, All Star Sports like, well, has some huge ass uh, everything. Well, that's what I'm, I. For me, I want to say some of the best actual theming is in the values. This, I mean, yeah, Disney at, IP theming yes. is definitely values. You look at you look at Art of Animation. You look at that car suite, and walking to your room, you're walking down Route 66, and there's like so much detail, like the uh, between the tumbleweeds on the side of the road, and and. If, if you've ever driven down, like, Route 66 or those old roads, you see those signs one after another where they kind of lead to a message. They have those there, too. Yeah. It's incredible. It the really is. The gift shop uh, at the Cozy Cone there at the pool has got Radiator Springs gift card, or uh, greedy, green card. Help me out, guys. Green cards? Did you just say green cards? I don't know. <laughs> Postcards. 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 <laughs> Fucking Australian wines got me all upside down here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and I don't. It, it's the new value resorts do have incredible theming now. Great, yeah, so I'm I trying could, to think. It's great I could see this theming. nice. I could see this whole resort being like that big giant courtyard with the cobblestones, and then the buildings surrounding it, and like this whole like area. Right, and and that's I, what I, I was thinking. This. But you couldn't actually have cobblestones because I thought about that too, Scott. You'd have to have it look like cobblestone and not actually be yes. that. Because you imagine dragging your fucking wheeled suitcase across fucking cobblestone the whole way to your room. Yeah, yeah you could have be, just uh, tinted concrete. Yeah, stamped concrete. Yeah, um, you know, and all the. The, the other thing I was worried about. I was worried about this whole thing. I was trying to fucking fit this together around a goddamn pool, so bear with me. But all the, like, the coniferous, like, vegetation, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, did you just say? What you call me? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't still know do if that would live. Can you say that? Can we say that on the air? No. <laughs> think... You're going to you're gonna have to beep that out. <laughs> People's heads are gonna blow up. No, Trent, that would that would work fine because you look over at uh, Wilderness Lodge and they have tall pine trees. That's conifers. Yeah, I mean you could you could plant the whole property with live oak and pine. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that would work well. Um, it would have a real homey feel because, like you said, it would be like the the courtyard and the village area um, of Arendelle. And let me tell you something, that place would be sold out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why, I mean, yeah, I would stay there. And I'm an adult man <laughs> with no children. So, <laughs> just, um, just Steph- think Stephanie, we're staying at Frozen again. And then I yes, wanted to again. do an ice bar, like those fancy hipster ice bars, where it's like always 25 degrees inside. But that would just be too much work. That would take it out of a value, I think. Yeah. 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 So you'll get a pool bar like all the other values. Yeah, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a pool bar. With a cage around it. (laughs) (laughs) Where you can can grab some drinks. Frozen Uh, margaritas, I'm sure. 
Yep. Ah, I see what be, you did Better there. be blue. I'm helping well, you out, I was, I was thinking the signature <laughs> alcoholic drink would be shaved a, ice. An Olaf, uh, an Olaf alcoholic slushy where it's white. You know, it looks like it's just snow in a cup. Um, then I was thinking definitely having ice wine, like the Canadian ice wine. Um, top it, top it with yellow lemon. Top ew, it. ew, ew! <laughs> I knew somebody <laughs> like lemon. It could yellow. be worse. You could top it with Geraldine. <laughs> and make it bloody, oh. bloody Olaf. God damn! <laughs> that's, call that's for breakfast. The bloody Olaf ruining my ideas. <laughs> um. Oh, frozen bloody Marys! Yeah, <laughs> bloody Olafs <laughs> with the carrot nose sticking out into olives for the eyes. <laughs> Can I get Boy, one of our Schwinn burgers? An alcoholic carrot cake milkshake. You could have you could have reindeer on the menu, but that would be that would then get to the uh, deluxe resort. During yeah. my research, I found that it is a popular uh, protein item in the supposed area that Arendelle is located in. But I figured that would be in poor taste. What Why? area? The oh wait, where's that on the map again? Oh wait, nowhere. It's near Norway. the near the coast, I think. Norway, <laughs> 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 nowhere, Norway. Norway. <laughs> uh, no, I, I actually do like this. I mean, I would give it a shot. It's gonna bring people in. It's gonna make people want to stay at values. It's going to, you know, it's it's the rooms are gonna get filled, and that's what Disney really needs right now. Can I ask a question? Nope. Is this going to be family suites or just like regular value? No, I said some of them will be family suites. The okay. the non themed rooms are not they're not non themed, but the uh, the family suites are going to be like guest rooms in the castle. Okay, so now I was just curious because that's one of the main reasons why we won't stay at um, Art of Animation is because it's outrageous to stay there if you don't want to stay in the Little Mermaid room. True. True. It is. It's 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 definitely pricey. It was like three hundred and sixty dollars last time we looked to stay in a fucking room. At well, think of it. You're getting animation. a one bedroom suite. I mean, you're getting two rooms. Yeah, but so the all star music suites are fucking expensive too. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know they had suites at the all stars. Yep. Yep. That, that's did. where they started them actually. Before they did them, yeah. and and they there was a test market for it pretty much in all star music before they actually opened up the resort. I do think they're if not... they build another value, though, they're going to bump Art of Animation to a moderate. <laughs> I think all of that is going away. Like, the You're entire go idea mm -hmm. leveling? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's going away. Um, all right. So, so Frozen frozen the Hotel. You can get all your Frozen merch there. Obviously, the gift shop's going to have a lot of Frozen stuff. Uh, good. Very good. Like it. Snow Buggies. Snow <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help myself. This is one place where you can eat the yellow snow. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> Just no. All right. Uh, so, done with the value. It's on to the moderate. Adam? Yeah? Hi. I'm sorry, my stomach hurts. Hi, how are you? How, <laughs> how are you, you doing, doing tonight, Scott? I'm doing fine. What you drinking? Oh, we did that some, already. Some beer. Shit. Yeah, we're going <laughs> through that. with a case of the contagious conjunctivitis. He's got the CCs. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, is that what that pink guy looks like? Oh, I should get that looked at. Mm. I'm going to be right back. I'm just going to go to the immediate medical center. It's down the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, the Bobs are waiting. Bob and All Bob right, are waiting. Yeah, well, okay, I kind of backed myself into a corner, and I screwed up halfway through mine, and it was way too late for me to restart it. So I decided to do London because most of the moderates are themed to a location. 
So I figured we don't really have... Holy fuck, I've never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking dipshit. <laughs> I'm just not realizing this shit, and you just lay it yeah. on me like that. I'm sorry. I thought you kind of knew. I, yeah, all the moderates sorry. have location-based theming. Continue. I was just that fucking mind fucked me just now. I didn't even think. About it. <laughs> the reason why I started running into problems is because there's this little thing in Epcot, in Epcot, called the England Pavilion, and I started realizing. A lot of my stuff was getting too similar to that. And then I also ran into another problem as I was doing some research for mine is Universal. Yep. And every time I turned around, it got harder and harder to make this somewhat original. So we're staying at so, Hogwarts. Yeah, <laughs> I, or Diagon Alley. It, it's kind of jacked up, so just bear with me. But um, what I think for the main house is going to be Oxford Street. Now, if you know a little bit about London, Oxford Street is basically the main area, the main shopping district. So it could be this tall, elaborate building with like fake storefronts up front and really pretty. You have a few red telephone booths outside because, you know, the London and that's what I want a there. Blue one. Is there a blue what? police box? I want a blue police no, box. No, you cannot have a blue police box oh. cause, Those... because, again, copyright. Well, until Disney buys BBC and then we'll get one. Yeah. Well, B- there is a BBC park supposed to be opening somewhere, but I forgot where it was. But I really want to go to that. But that that's the entranceway. Inside the entranceway, you're going to have the main house. The two restaurants that I chose, because most moderates have a sit-down, a bar, and a counter service. Mm-hmm. So the bar, I figured, you know, London and soccer go hand-in-hand. So I figured I would have a sports theme bar that's not ESPN that's based around soccer. So it'll be a soccer-themed bar, but it'll feature all sports. The Red Devils Pub. I love it. Manchester United. See, and that's why I said generic sports soccer. (laughs) Just It can be called soccer because I'm not... Yeah, sports ball. Yeah, sports ball. Exactly. (laughs) Football pub. I am... (laughs) Sorry. I am going to have a candy shop with all British candies. Oh, yes, please. Oh, so, like, the Cadbury stuff, the real stuff. And some Wine good bar. biscuits. Yoffa cakes. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, stuff that you can't necessarily get. Stuff that they don't necessarily have the space for in Epcot. I dig this. My other restaurant uh, was going to be based on the borough market. And that's going to be the quick service area. I love that. So that's the grab and go. And basically, Borough Market, for those who don't know, is basically just like this food, f- great food street vendor area in London. It's bas- it, yeah, basically like an open air shopping market where you mm-hmm. go from like a uh, little table to little table and grab your uh, grab your groceries for that day. Portobello Market. Beautiful. For my sit down, I was going to call it Chimneys. And kind of make it a little bit throwback to the your favorite, Scott. Yes, yes. Edwardian England. Yes. Mary Poppins. But at night, I would love a night theme. I mean, I don't know how this would work, but just like starlight with like alongst the walls would be the outlines of the buildings. Just be very pretty, like 
a, a little bit not overly themed because again it's a moderate a faux rooftop bar inside yes on this on the rooftops of and London. your service can be yes. sweeps that's what i was I gonna say that would be my that would be my idea i Covered absolutely in soot. love it so i i just think that would be a fun little thing because they're the they're themed but it's not overly themed because that that's the trick with the moderate mm-hmm. Is that you can't have too much theming because they're really not done that way. Except they're getting there because if you look at if you look at the two new resorts that are coming up with Coronado and Caribbean, they're getting fancier. Like Coronado's gonna have a waterfront dining. And they redid Pepper Market. They redid Pepper Market. They're gonna add in I mean they're still gonna have they're still gonna have the um, the Maya Grill. And then they're adding a another restaurant, a, a, a fine dining restaurant, almost like a deluxe restaurant inside a moderate. Yeah, and you're getting a rooftop mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah. But um, the thing with Coronado, though, is that that's really themed more towards conventioners. Yes, it is. That's why it's getting so upscale. Well, we'll even look at uh, Caribbean. They're, having, they're also going to have waterfront dining. But that's yeah. DVC now. Well, no, no. The uh, shutters is going to be replaced or like redone to waterfront oh, dining. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah, but, um, it looks beautiful. I, I, I'll tell you what. I will give it really a shot. Theme, but it's not really themed. It's, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's no, yes, it, it's pretty and it's waterfront dining mm-hmm. and all this other stuff, but it, it's just upscale. It's not necessarily a theme. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 getting more upscale. And I love this idea of a... Well, they're retheming Center Market to be more themed towards a, a real like Caribbean street market. And even before, it was super themed. It looked like you were in an open-air market. It had, like, a painted yes. ceiling, too. Yeah. yeah. But that was the only area that was really themed like that. Yeah, every, everywhere else was so generic, or is still yeah. so generic. Just different so, colored roofs. Um, but I, I love this idea. So keep going. Keep, keep bringing me in. All right. So for the main area, I wanted it to be kind of sculpted like Hyde Park. Love it. And the actual buildings for that would hold house the rooms because if you think about the the moderates, they all kind of have like houses. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking of terraced home terrace home facades, and you can do the colors and all that and have a little bit of fun with it, keep a little bit of whimsy in it, but not overly whimsical. It's it's pretty. It's what you think of when you think of like when you see London on in t- on TV. You think of those terrace row homes almost. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was going with the themes of the rooms. I couldn't figure out the names of them because I just didn't run out of time, honestly. Um, pool area. I was going to do a tower bridge pool. So the slide can actually run through the tower bridge and can dump you out into the ocean. That's awesome. Oh, I was just saying, you dump you out into the Thames and the water's like all black. <laughs> no, you come out with a third arm, though. <laughs> oh, that water's so disgusting. <laughs> in a second Well, don't eye. they still dump their sewage into the Thames? No, not anymore. <laughs> I think that ended like a couple years ago. That just that that was, that was back in ago. like 2010. <laughs> yeah. They don't do that anymore. Adam, wonderful, wonderful idea. What else? Oh, I have a kid's play area. Too. Oh, you do? Oh, I like of course. This. Bring it on. I figured I'd make a little Stonehenge. Ooh, nice. We're just like... You know, not like actual Stonehenge, but just like themed with like an actual park. Because if you've ever been to like Stonehenge, it's in the middle of a field. Yes. So you have all this open air and just kind of like a place that. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 
Can all the buses hey, you, that you, go to your resort be double decker buses? <laughs> we, we said that while you were Did away. You? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. The, the luggage carts that take you and your like your bellhop has to be a double yes. decker, double decker bus. Definitely. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what I have. I like love I said, it. It was a lot more elaborate, and then I had to reevaluate a lot of it <laughs> because, and then, well, I can have a London. Oh no, I can't have a pub. You can have a pub. Well, your you your first of all, your soccer, your football pub is or your football bar is going to be a pub because it's going to be a pub. Oh, but I wanted a London style pub. You could still do a London style pub. I but it would take away from Epcot, and I don't know how no, close be, that would get. Well, though. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you could do. Because the, the Rosen Crown is actually based on uh, more like country style pubs. Yeah. More like the uh, What episode what episode was that, Scott? Sixty two? Nine. Sixty nine. <laughs> Seventy one. No, he's right. No, it actually it is sixty nine. <laughs> uh, so so I would uh, what I would say is you could definitely do a a, um, a, Brit- a London style pub and you know, frame it to more like the uh, the historic ones, like uh, Ye Old Cheshire Cheese in London. It's it's where Dickens uh, would go to write many of his his uh, books. See, but I also wanted to be somewhere sport. I wanted to be a sports bar. Well, because you because I don't yeah. think there's a good. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't think there's a good sports bar there on, isn't. Tor- no, on property sure. right there now. Isn't. Splitsville, is and I think it's not even really a sports bar. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so yeah. I I kind of wanted Bowling's it to a be a sports bar. And Where it's not ESPN, so they kind of have more free reign as to what they actually show. The ESPN zone sucks dick. It does. It does suck. That's what we heard. I've never been in there. But I've been in there a couple no. times. We watched the 2013 uh, Game 5 of the NLDS, Dodgers and Cardinals. We Sorry watched that for your game. loss. You know why they suck? I don't, no, they no, we, we actually won that game. Games. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. It, it, here, you can put on whatever. It's a Disney property. It's not mm-hmm. ESPN necessarily. And, it's part of a hotel. And the best part of this, okay, the best part of this is, see, so British soccer is broadcast pretty much in the mornings in America because it takes place at noon uh, in in England. So it's like ten and eight, ten and noon are the are the three games that you you can watch. Go there, and and this is what I do here in New York or in New Jersey. Go there for breakfast, have a full English breakfast, and and a beer, and watch your watch your favorite team. Watch Chelsea destroy Liverpool this weekend. I definitely, I definitely would love this. I would absolutely love this and have, like, having a place, having been to Oxford Street, it would be cool to walk down with those uh, the fronted buildings, the white buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, look, if, if you Google Regent Street, you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Regent Street is that like curved street that goes around. It's world famous. It's got those very Georgian uh, Edwardian style. Uh, Style architecture, and anytime you can take me back to Mary Poppins, I'm in. See, that's where I really want. I love that idea for a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't care yeah, where that like, happens. We were talking about if it before. That happens, I would so eat there. That would be like that would be a restaurant I would travel to to stay, eat at a mile. Absolutely. I just Absolutely. feel like I didn't even leave home. I have the fucking best soccer pub in the world, ten minutes away from me. Really? They have Mary Poppins at that pub because that's what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about the pub still. No, no, no we're, we're past the pub. I was trying to Google some of these fucking places you guys are talking about so I can get an idea of what they actually fucking look like. No, I'm sitting here looking at these fucking parks and shit that Adam's talking about, and I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that looks like. And I think if you're gonna if you're gonna have like a recreation of Hyde Park, you gotta have the Peter Pan statue. 
but but that's what I'm saying. But Hyde Park is such a, such a pretty open oh, space, beautiful. and I think that would be a great like back courtyard. It's beautiful. I, you know, I loved uh, just walking through Hyde Park, seeing all the monuments, seeing the the Royal Albert Monument, um, and you could even have like a little um, uh, one of the one of the themed rooms. You could actually add on a themed area for the room and be Royal Albert Hall. No, I would do if I had themed rooms. It would definitely be Peter Pan because you have the pirate rooms. Oh yeah, definitely. Park. I would do Peter Pan style pirate rooms. Yes, Hyde Park is huge. Yes, yeah, it's a big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But it's pr- <laughs> it, but the grounds are beautiful. It's That's a huge, huge park. Splendid. splendid. There's a little there's a little section of Hyde Park called the Italian Gardens. I'll, I'll post a picture from when I was there. It is absolutely beautiful. This would be a wonderful resort, especially because so many Brits come to. Uh, come to Walt Disney World. Scott, you've been to England. Well, yeah, but I don't they think they would stay, stay there. there. Yeah, that's... Scott, I, it's right up there England. with the cruise video that's been going around. Oh. <laughs> 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 you've seen the Halifax? <laughs> <laughs> where they're supposed to go to Bermuda, and then they end up going to Canada, to Halifax, and that's where they're from. <laughs> um, but no, it's, At least it you get to go cool. home tonight, right? No. no, we got to get back on the fucking... We got to go back to New York City <laughs> so we can fly. <laughs> so we can fly back. We got to go back to Boston so we can fly back home in the Halifax. Uh, no, I, I definitely I definitely enjoy this. Uh, I like, like I said, I couldn't make it what I originally had because everything is already there someplace else. Yes, I like this so much that it was my first choice. <laughs> it was your first choice, but I didn't, like I said, and I, I went like... Knights of the Round Table, like all this, like history, and I'm like, I can't use any of this. Castle's too much, like, and I'm. It just, I had a like, totally halfway through, like, nope, I have to stop here because this is looking like everything else that's already there. Yeah, mine was more. Mine was also like yours, geared more towards like you know, 1910 London. No Big Ben though. It's done to death. <sighs> yeah, I get the, it. The problem is you get into just if when you're doing that you just get into the uh, let's just recreate something there. Well, but that and again that's more of an Epcot thing. Mm-hmm. I also just think about that's the one scene I think about from Peter Pan. I hear you. I get that, but it's just it's more of an Epcot thing, and I have to avoid like when you're thinking of areas. Yes, I can see that in Epcot more than I can see in an hotel. As much of the moderates are themed, they're not overly themed. So you can kind of pick out ideas from them, but not like something that's going to beat you over the head. Like, if I had a value, this could have been a Mary Poppins resort. Oh, yeah, definitely. But And I could have went crazy with the theming. Um, no, I, I definitely like this because it does transport you away from... Uh, away from kind of florida and take you to another another location much like uh, so much like adams i also went with a location-based uh theme except my location doesn't transport you just to a different location it transports you to a different time and i'm going back to like 1775 1776 and we're going to of course you are we're going to colonial america so i wanted to create I wanted to create a colonial. He's themed... creating Hamilton Land, everybody. <laughs> it will fit in with your leather well, hipster fucking... shoes. Trans got frozen. Those fucking pilgrim shoes, those leather ones that hipsters wear now, you'll fit right in. <laughs> the big buckles. So I actually picked out a location too. It's right off of uh, right off of uh, Bay Lake, 
over by the Wilderness Lodge. It's going to be a new moderate, and we are going to we're going to continue the America themed, and we're going to go to a an old world America. Uh, as you come up this uh, the, the you know the Circle Drive, it's going to have this uh, kind of this like centerpiece where it's going to have all of the original thirteen colony flags, and then the American flag in the center, and that's where you're going to check into Federal Hall. It's going to be a federal style building. Uh, you know them when you see them. They're all over the Northeast. It is going to be this beautiful, uh, star-spangled, adorned, uh, federal-style hall. There will be two different dining areas. So the uh, the buffet slash quick service is going to be called the King's Arms Tavern. Because, you know, it's 1775, 1776. It is rife with American revolution. So you're going to serve classic American fare uh, with a little side of patriotism and inside the uh inside the this local tavern are going to be three different rooms so you're going to have the main hall which is going to be this you know high beam ceilings revolutionary banners will be on on display the flags will be draped from the uh the ceiling and then the second room will be the sons of liberty room now this this is going to be because all of the taverns back in the time had a secret meeting place for these societies the like the sons of liberty these would be these would be a secret room where there'll be pamphlets pa- uh, plastered on the wall, uh, you know, writings from uh, revolutionary uh, writers calling for the overthrow of the British government. Is and there a the Joshua f- Gates meet and greet? Fuck yeah! <laughs> no, there's a Hamilton meet and greet. You don't see this yet. <laughs> you how can you not have it? There's gonna be a Hamilton wing, and you could just get Nicholas Cage to do it. No, it's gonna be a, Li- a Lin Manuel Miranda wing. There will certainly be some writings by Alexander and John Jay no. and James Madison <gasps> on the no. wall. You got like one of those LED shooting galleries, the Aaron Burr's shooting gallery. Is that available? <laughs> He was a terrible shot, actually. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> and then the third room will be the hearth room. It's going to be that, like, this big fireplace where where you'd go and sit down. Big, big uh, tall windows. It's going to be fun. Pot roast, fish and chips, roast turkey, that kind of stuff. All this traditional American fare. Um, the second restaurant will be a little more upscale. It's going to be the sit-down. That's going to be the Lexington room. And that's where you're going to have classic american dishes like crab cakes lobster rolls oysters um the dinners will be will be some american steaks that that were were not were are not now uh mainstream but were mainstream back then so venison bison uh lamb chops cedar uh, you know apple cider brine pork chops they're gonna be uh served there it's gonna be really good um, but the the bar, the sit-down bar, will feature uh, Northeast New England beers. So beers from like Smutty Nose, Dogfish Head, Blue Point, Yards, Magnify. All those craft breweries in, in the Northeast will come down. We'll, we'll bring them down. Uh, the wine list will be, will be populated by Northeast Wines, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, um, which, which do make some really good wines if you have not had New York Hudson Valley wines. Um, and then all the spirits, you know, look, whiskey was started in America, in, in New England. They've been distilling since the 1700s here. Pennsylvania Rise, West Virginia, Smooth Ambler, and Vermont Whistlepig. Uh, New York's got some great rise, Hudson and Widow Jane. We're going to have a lot of different uh, bourbons, a lot of different vodkas here from America. So 
I really like this classic American style dining and to, to dine in a hall adorned with, uh, you know, the don't tread on me flag and that join or die revolutionary flag with the snake uh, on each of the colonies. I love I love this idea. Don't step on snake. With each of these uh, these themed rooms, so I'm going to have five different areas of rooms. The first one will be Boston Common, and it's going to be in the style of Boston in the 1700s. So Fano Hall uh, will be kind of, not replicated, but that style of Boston architecture. Uh, it'll be kind of laid out very similar to what you have in uh, Port Orleans, those like H-shaped buildings. So... Uh, then we're going to have a New York area, and those will be more like traditional, like, row homes. So more uh, just single line of row homes where you uh, you can go and stay in. Philadelphia will have another section, so you'll have, like, a, I really want to do something that I've always loved, and that's in Knott's Berry Farm, there's a repl- or there was a replica of Independence Hall. And I would love to bring a hall like that and then create some buildings in that same style around it. So you have this... A way to kind of tell kids about a little bit about history, like we have with the Stave Church. Bring in this one replica of, State, of Independence Hall and show them about the revolutionary history because it's it's one of my most favorite pieces of history. Um, the third place, or yeah, the third place will be Monticello. So this is going to be like that Virginia, uh, the Virginia style. We we are going to have a replica of, of Jefferson's Monticello. And then there'll be little tiny homes, more like, uh, more like the smaller uh, cottages that you would see in like uh, the the Virginia area in colonial times. And then the last is uh, the last area is log cabins, you know, because we can't talk about revolutionary without going a little bit west into like the uh, Kentucky area. And this would be like a log cabin area where you could rent a log cabin and stay in one of those. And those would be like two bedroom, uh, one bedroom suites for families. Do they have suites in moderates? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do at yeah. at uh, Coronado. Coronado has one and two. I buildings. mean, besides Coronado, the average moderate doesn't have a suite, does well, it? Well, now they do because his fucking hotel does. Well, Coronado has them in the Ciudad area. Uh, they have one. Be- That's the only one. I know yeah, they of. have one bedroom suites there. I was kind of hoping you were gonna throw a uh, a Charleston area this one. That would have been a good one. Like, large. I was gonna I was gonna try and do so. The pool area, I wanted to get down as far down as like Georgia, but I, I really couldn't think of like, like I didn't want to do Savannah because Savannah's really close to um, Florida. And, and that would be more of like a, like you could do more of like a Savannah for a deluxe, like a Savannah style resort could be awesome. Mm-hmm. Savannah is Charleston yeah. light. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> There's really not much to do with a the theming for the pool. It's just <clears throat> going to be a revolutionary, you know, history with American stuff around it. The, it's, but we're also going to have little quiet pools around each of the resorts, uh, which which are going to be more like those, you know, almost like Italian style gardens because that's what they would that's what they would have been like. Could if you, have you a look at of George Washington crossing the Delaware in the middle of the pool. Uh, <laughs> no, but I do have I do have a river. There there is a lake because I have to provide stormwater uh, drainage. There is a big giant lake and there is a river that runs through it, and that's going to be the Delaware River. You got to provide drainage. So did you? Did you get this plan passed Scott's by the Reedy, uh, the, you know, Department of Public Works or already? Or? Reedy Creek. I Reedy do Creek. have. I do have canals that are. There is a. There is a canal on the far uh, southern side of the property, um, and the drainage will run into the canal. 
Uh, there are four guest parking spots, or four guest parking lots, and a cast member parking. Uh, bus stops will be at uh, Independence Hall, the Log Cabins, uh, the south side of Monticello, uh, New York Street, which will be down at the uh, southern end, and then at uh, Boston Common. This motherfucker themed in a goddamned retention pond. Uh, yeah, you have to, dude. You definitely had this shit fucking figured out before you even told us storm water management you have to have now my my dining my lexington room is going to be on the water so uh complete with what's going on with the rest of the moderates the dining dining room will be on the water it's going to be again uh brick style facades with these big big giant long floor-to-ceiling windows uh with the rounded like gable on the top i love this idea i'm sorry is your your ferry is your ferry an old wooden ship to get to the magic. Of course game. it is. Paddle boat. No, no there is it's no literally uh, just a flat a barge looking boat with a, a rope that goes from his resort to Magic Kingdom and they got some guy pulling it to get no, him but, across. <laughs> no, but you will be able to rent uh you will be able to rent uh rowboats and take them out on the uh the, the lake. Rowboats? Or Yeah, because like that's what I want to do after walking through Disney no. is fucking row a boat. <laughs> or talking like like get your whole family together to, to have a crew team. Just get out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to the next resort over and rent one of those little speedster boats. <laughs> yes, yes. And do circles around yes. your boat. Sea racer. Scott, which, uh, which one of your uh, restaurants uh, or whatever um, has a view of the fireworks? None, because it's, it's a deluxe. Or it's not oh. a deluxe. And it's on, it's on Bay Lake. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's not on. Well, it's not on Bay Lake. It's just off Bay Lake. It's about uh, 300 yards from Bay Lake. Oh. 300 yards, guys. He's, he's literally got that mm-hmm. shit charted out. He knows the exact... He's probably got it sketched. I told you, he had an architect friend drop he one had, of them. He, he's already built an overlay that he's got on top of Google Earth so he can see exactly how it lays out. I do, he did. I do, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is the H the hospital? Because every time I see an H on the map, it looks like... A, it reminds me of a hospital. It's a hospital. <laughs> no, those are, those are H-frame buildings. They're very similar to what you, would, you, what you see at... Um, Hospitals. Uh, Port Orleans, and they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be a federal st- so, again. Everything's gonna be in that federal style, the George the Georgian s- style buildings. Why is um, the parking lot so far away from the guest rooms? Yeah, it's it's because like it's only a moderate Disney hotel. Yeah, and according to your layout, not, none of your resort actually touches the lake. No, I said it was three hundred yards from Bay Lake up here. So how are you gonna have robots? You have to have fucking no, the retention pond. <laughs> see the see the pond right here. <laughs> Right here. This is the pond. Here. What's the other gray areas? Okay. These are parking uh, and, lots. And the the lake is up on top. It's and you have a whole. Resort I can tell you where I don't want to stay. And... <laughs> By that fucking stinky. Yep. Pond. <laughs> 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 well, see, it drains. No, now, because now you're looking at it. it, it it's far from all the parking. <laughs> it's far from the main house. I'm like, yeah, those are the. <laughs> you can have an internal bus route through this thing. It's so authentic. It'll be a thing. carriage. <laughs> Yeah, uh, see, that's what, the rooms don't have the, bathrooms. Uh, they just have chamber pots. You have to throw them into this fucking lake. <laughs> that's right. You throw it out there. It's he doesn't have an wagon. arcade. He's got a stick and a hoop. <laughs> All the buses are horse-drawn carriages. You can only take three people at a time. And you can go fry catching. <laughs> Instead of a fake shit river that they have in Magic Kingdom, it's a real shit river. Uh, yeah, no indoor plumbing. Sorry, guys. No indoor plumbing. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I, all you know, we're gonna have a lot of greenery, a lot of garden space. Um, 
There will be, uh, you know, this area by Monticello will have a, a big lawn area where we're going to have movies on the uh, on the lawn. Almost like a Bowling Green area. Bowling Green? Oh, no. So, that's my idea. Uh, take a step back into 1776 and uh, blast your Hamilton while nope. you're down there. <laughs> there it was. There's the Hamilton. I, You know, will the Muppets make an appearance here? No, why? Who, wait, who? Do you have Muppets? anything related to a, to a, a character? You don't. It's a moderate. They usually don't. It's a moderate. I mean, okay. you well, don't I've, never been, I've never set foot in a moderate. I don't know. Most of the moderates, like, first of all, Coronado, there's there's, there's almost no reference to um, the three caballeros. There's like no, yeah, there's no IP in moderates. Living here in New Jersey, I've I've been fortunate to kind of see, like, all the, re- like, the revolutionary history. Like, to go, to go down to where I, I practice law in Morristown and to see the green and to see... All of these old homes where George Washington stayed, or have these the Morristown, markers. Morristown Canal has played a huge part in the revolution. Exactly, and that's the Morris. The Morris Canal is right by my and house, and literally not, runs yeah. through my backyard. And you're really not, not far from Philly. No, we're two and a half mm-hmm. hours from Philly. We've been down there, stayed down on Pine Street. We've, you know, these see all these like small little Muse rows that were uh, carriage houses and and. Um, to see the real history, it's it's kind of cool. It, it's really cool. So I wanted to bring a little bit of that down to a, down to my favorite place in Disney. My favorite time period and my favorite place. Okay, Mikey. You're going to make me go before... Okay, all right. All right, okay. so we're going to... We're saving the best for Yeah, life. we're going to get... Yeah, <laughs> wait till Tim goes, motherfucker, when I start mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> that always happens. Yes, it so, does. Mikey and I think alike for some reason. So it's now time to hit up some of the deluxe resorts. You know, when Scott tasked us with this, I was like, okay, I'll figure this out. I, this sounds like a lot of fun. And then I immediately hated it because when you think about it, most you'd think it's a blank slate. But once you start doing shit, you're like, no, this is like Adam said, this has kind of already been done somewhere else on Disney. This is this. Is a, and then I started fleshing a really cool idea out. And I'll be damned if during me fleshing it out, I realized, oh, wait, that's the resort Disney's building over by Caribbean Beach. So literally, my first resort was going to be Monaco, but since that's located in the French Riviera, I decided, fuck it. So we're going, uh, my resort, uh, we're, we're going to be going off the uh, coast of Denmark, and it's going to be Disney's Atlantica Resort. Okay, so um, this is kind of, kind of themed around the Little Mermaid a little bit. I um, should have known Cloaca oh, would be involved. Well, not surprised. You've got... Always got to go back to the Cloaca. <laughs> uh, the exterior of this resort is going to be kind of uh, reminiscent of the Renaissance period of uh, Denmark architecture. Um, specifically, I want to take inspiration from the Frederiksborg Palace, uh, which... <laughs> I only have this notation in here because of my research. I fucking love this guy's name. The Frederiksborg Palace was built by um, architect Hans van Steenwinkel. <laughs> you just wanted to say Steenwinkel. <laughs> I did. The Younger. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically early 17th century architecture. It's got, uh, it has lots of like, you know, spires that are blended with kind of domed cathedrals. So it's not quite like what you see at Prince Eric's village or wherever he's home from, because looking at that, it's almost all like domed tops almost and and slightly phallic structures. Um, 
this this is more more like spires and and what have you um and th this is going to be basically what i call the top side um uh, of the atlantica resort because um the the best part is is, is low the it's, it's actually going to be kind of like uh three stories i guess but the well, the, the main building is three stories. The the ground level, and there's two stories beneath it. Um, wow. Uh, Mikey, Prince Eric's castle does look like three penises. <coughs> yep. That's that's a couple penises too many. That's a lot of penises in that's this castle. That's a lot of cocks. Says you. <laughs> does he live in Morocco? How does this work? No, no. He lives off the coast of Denmark. The main guests... The main guest building... Um, is going to be the one that features the tallest spire, which kind of helps you locate that while you're trying to navigate the grounds a little bit. It's kind of like a waypoint or a reference or a navigational beacon. Uh, and the lodging buildings um, are kind of a bit more plain. And if you've seen the Fredericksburg Palace or even uh, Egeskov Castle, um, have you seen that? No? Okay. but I've seen, I've seen Fredericksburg Castle. Okay. So you've got... Uh, the other wings of it, the the buildings are more kind of um, stair stepped, I guess, in, in their facade a little bit, and they're, they've, they've got like this uh, this red clay style of, of uh, well, I mean, they're, they're, they're clay shingles, I guess, with the clay tiles. Yeah. So um, you'd have you'd have like the the the, the red faux uh, tile, synthetic tile. And you know, uh, faux chimneys on on the roof, um, and all of the uh, the spires and the domes are like a simulated uh, verdigris to look like old aged copper that's been out by the uh, by the ocean, um, and all, uh, all all the the buildings will have a uh, facade of like an old European weathered brick. I mean, if you've ever watched fucking top gear you know exactly what i'm talking about just just the way buildings look in europe that have been there for a couple hundred years yeah it's it's broke style shitty if it ain't baroque don't fix it uh, i like i like uh, i like scott's <laughs> idea there thanks thanks cogsworth <laughs> um <laughs> and uh there's going to be because uh, apparently i just found out i'm gonna have to have some drainage <laughs> on this resort property uh there's going to be um like some some shallow kind of canals that run through the property and you'll have footbridges that connect you uh to the different buildings and stuff like that and my groundskeeping i want it to look like Egeskov castle uh with kind of has like this uh, labyrinth style of, of of short hedge works uh Get that run around and they're like lots of ivy growing on damn near everything so that's my, that's my exterior renaissance period denmark it's, it's actually it's fucking it's beautiful if you look it's at it it's really freaking great it's it is absolutely it's it's gorgeous and uh the inside now since current danish uh, interior design is pretty much ikea <laughs> <laughs> it really is if you look up Danish interior design, everything is uh, right angles and modular, and that doesn't really fit well, A, with my exterior theme, and B, a deluxe level resort. As long as you have meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I kind of went with, you know, looking around, like, even the, the palace, the Renaissance palace, like, for instance, Fredericksburg Palace, way too extreme. It's a bit too much. I, I don't want anything super gaudy, so I kind of settled... Oh. I found a, a, a middleware where it doesn't quite look like a palace, but it looked like... And, and these places where people are staying aren't really for, you know, royalty. That's just for, 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 for bipeds to stay while they visit the undersea city of Atlantica. Because 
while King Triton may have made peace with the humans and he's warmed up to them, part of that accord is that humans don't stay in Atlantica. That is still the, uh, the merfolk place. So I went with a 1920s, 1920s style French uh, because it kind of looks, I mean, it has that European look. And if you've, if you've watched, for instance, uh, like, like Saving Private Ryan or uh, that tank movie with the, the eyebrow guy and, and Shane from The Walking Dead, Fury. Fury. Uh, God, that's such a good fucking movie. It really is a good movie. And it's even got the crazy guy from the Indiana Jones movie, Shia LaBeouf. Oh. Oh. The uh, yeah, it's a good. So so that's that's kind of the style I want inside. I want bright uh, or bold colored like wall coverings, vertical stripes, floral prints, uh, a lot of wood accents and hints of kind of some floral here and there. Um, it kind of blends between palace and hotel and home, and it all kinds of merges together. Um, but so the, very, the focal. So very Renaissance. Well, I don't want quite as far back as Renaissance. Sort of as Renaissance. Renaissance. Is it Renaissance for real? Well, I mean, if I, I, I've seen her perform, okay, because <laughs> I've never heard what? that pronounced. Oh, fuck. Um, I, you know what? I've never heard Monticello. That's so true. Too. Great <laughs> night Renaissance. I've heard that word more times tonight than I ever have in my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, there's a town in upstate New York called. Yeah, Monticello. that's where I'm getting thrown off with it. Yeah, we have one in Arkansas. I've always called so, it Monticello. Of course you would. <laughs> well, it probably is to you. So, uh, yeah, 1920s French on the interior. The uh, the, the main uh, focal point when you go into the guest lobby main area, I guess the main building, is going to be um, kind of a uh, a little bit of magic using some... Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a huge pool of water, okay? It's got like this, uh, this concrete railing around it. Um, and using a little bit of uh, forced perspective and some digital wizardry like you see in the Under the Sea with Nemo and Friends kind of thing, I want to make it look like it's a shitload deeper than it really is. Okay? And at the bottom of it, I want you to actually be able to see the Palace of Atlantica. Oh, where King cool. Triton, the mermaids, they all live. And of course, that's going to be basically underneath like a glass aquarium. So you're looking down through an aquarium underneath it because it has a glass bottom, and that's where you can... And, and I'm thinking probably it's going to be more of like a projection or a huge screen of some kind, so it can change as, you know, the day and night cycles change and stuff like that. And I can animate shit moving around underneath it to help with the depth. Um, and obviously this pool is also going to have some smaller-sized fish in there just, just, just to help give the illusion because I want, I want a lot of... Fish and water features in this resort. There's a pool like that in the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas, where you go down the slide on a fucking inner tube and you go through the aquarium like that. It's pretty sick. I so did. it's it's totally doable then. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've been on. Well, it. no way. That that pool it takes you through like like a shark tank basically because I I've, I wrote it. Okay. Um, yeah, so but you, but you, know. you could still have that like that transparent. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, because that isn't that how they do Under the Sea with Nemo? Because they've got, yeah, like, the Nemo characters the original. In, in the same aquarium as regular fish. Well, you don't go through the aquarium in that, Yeah, ride. you do. You no. go around well, well, and you're, you're not no, you're going, going through, through that here. This is just... That tunnel used to be compl- almost yeah. completely open. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never, I never wrote it before, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Yeah. Episode four. <laughs> I wasn't on that one. I don't care about it. That was the BT. Right. <laughs> that was BT. <laughs> <laughs> 
so that's that's what I want you. To, I want you to that to be the main focal point, which will help sell the fact that um, you know you have to uh, you have to um, travel that you will travel to Atlantica, um, and I'll have like most of the resort where you stay is is ground level, but I've got like signature dining and other guest experiences that take place inside Atlantica, and the only way to get there is by using a little bit of resurrected technology from Hydrolators. Yes. Hydrolators! I'm yes. bringing back the Hydrolators. <laughs> the only way you can bring back the Hydrolators is you have to have the lady just say the deluge over and over again. <laughs> there is no deluge, oh, Adam. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't afford the rights to that <laughs> snippet of audio. Um, <laughs> now, obviously, it's not the only way to get down there. You can take stairs, but I mean, come on, man. It's the best way to get the down there door. is through the Hydrolators. Episode 4, Trenton. <laughs> so, that's when we talk about them. Um... <laughs> So yeah, that that's how you get down there. Now, what's down there? Well, I've got here, here's my dining. Okay, I've got a quick service, and it's called Tidal Treats. It's going to be at ground level where all the resorts are, or where all the the, the guest rooms are as they're scattered out. Don't get me too deep about what they're called and where they are and how they're themed, because I didn't get that fucking deep into it. Uh, it's a basic quick service. It's going to have kind of a, a Danish nautical theme. Um, I thought about doing like a Little Mermaid theme, but it's like nope, we're on ground level, so this would be more. Uh, just nautical in general because you're on the coast. Uh, the signature food item there is going to be ca- it's called Rod Pulse, which basically means red sausage. Uh, for some nice. fucking reason. Of course, it, of course it does. Hot dogs have blown up in Denmark in popularity, but it's not like a hot dog you think of when you go to Casey's Corner or anywhere else in the United States. It is... The, the wiener is about eight inches longer than the bun. The bun is, is more of almost like a uh, like a hoagie-style bread that's cut down the, the middle, you know, lengthways, and then it's toasted, and then the hot dog goes in there. And they just normally put mustard and ketchup and roll with it, but I'm going to have, like, a toppings bar to go Damn, along Damn, that's a lot this. of wiener, Mikey. It, it, dude, I... R, too much wiener. Like, I don't need that it, much it, Basically, it, it's spelled R... <laughs> um, o that looks like a zero... D P that looks like a zero L S E. That's that's it's it's a shitload of wiener, not a lot of bun. They look great though. I really I, I want to go eat here. I'm okay with that. As long as there's um, not fucking mashed potatoes on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it, it's even with a lot of no cucumbers. Anyway, oh no, uh, it's going to be located oh. inside the main building at ground level. <laughs> now I will have a uh, a sit, you know, a a not. Not really a fine dining, but I'll have like a sit-down, you know, restaurant as well. It's called Currents, and it's uh, not a buffet, and it's not entirely seafood. We had a long conversation earlier, me and my kids and, and my wife, about what do mermaids eat? Because I'm, she said they don't eat fish. That's like eating yourself. She and I'm like, well, cannibalism. well, why, why wouldn't they? And she says, well, what do fish eat? And I say, fucking other fish. Yeah, yeah other fish. So that's why I don't know. meet kelp and shit. Yeah. I mean, Someone meet kelp, some meat plankton. Yeah, well, uh, Have you watched SpongeBob? if they've got teeth, they usually eat fish. And last time I checked, Ariel did not smile like the lightning bug on Princess and the Frog. <laughs> well, he still had a tooth. He had tooth, not he had teeth. Several. I thought he had several. <laughs> he must have been <laughs> Well, several, like, you know. So uh, I settled on kind of a surf and turf kind of thing going on because... With uh, with with the peaceable relationship between the humans and the merfolk, obviously there would be some trade, and maybe they want to get their hands on some cattle and some chicken <laughs> to kind of branch out. So there is more of a surf and turf that, that that's served at currents. Um, 
it's uh, it's not like I said, it's not really as fine dining, but it's not a buffet. There's not like a uh, a character meal or any meet and greets or anything like that. Um, Dude, you know but, what you should have went with? You should have went with the sushi fucking the belt idea. Oh, I should have, <laughs> except this isn't in Japan. <laughs> sushi train. So, you know, you, you can't train. cook underwater. You can't get. Try. Well, you can if you're in a dome, I guess. Because that's where we are. Right True. here. True. Okay. Can you pick out your so, fish? I want that one. No. Damn. No, no, no. You can't just point to the aquarium and say that. But there will be basically aquariums all the way around this. So I want to go back to Coral Reef just so I can do that. <laughs> well, I'll have I that one. <laughs> Sir, that's a clown fish. Well, he ain't that funny. Fucking cook him. Fuck Nemo. This tastes funny. Um, <laughs> the uh, the signature food there is um, th- that I'm hoping gets popular is called the Mord- Morbred Brofer. The what? Bless you. Morbred Brofer. Bargain it's a pork tenderloin Staria. that's fried in a shitload of butter. <laughs> Then it's marinated in a heavy cream and topped with bacon slices and mozzarella cheese and a little bit of cayenne pepper. Oh, Sorry. I'll take that. Sorry, Tim, this and, was not uh, for you. No, no, no. Serve it with some fried onions and some mushrooms and uh, potatoes or a salad. <laughs> Basically, if every nation has a specific kind of, uh, you know, my grandma used to make this kind of dish in Denmark, it's the morbid buffer. M- Mikey, 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 I can only get yep. so erect. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, hang on because there's a signature dessert here. And it's called the Abel Skiwi. <laughs> the what? <laughs> that is a made-up word. You just made that fucking word up right now. <laughs> fucking fuck you, Rocket. No, I didn't. Did you get the pronunciations from at least Google Translate? <laughs> yes, be- because it's spelled with a V. What? So it's called <laughs> Abel Skiwi. There was no v in there. There isn't. It, th- there isn't because they pronounce V's as W like Aquavit. I've seen some of the people that go to Disney. They are butchering the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'll have that. These things and, are and basically round me, pancake I just balls won't even try covered I'll just say, in I'll have that, please. powdered sugar. So beignets. So they're pretty so they're much beignets. Dunkin' Donuts munchkins. Yes, they're basically um, Denmark's version of beignets. And they look great, so why not? That's going to be there. Do they make them on pumpkin? Because they never want to fucking, fucking lose, lose their, their shit. shit. No, um, there are no basic bitches. I've got a bar, a nice bar, and it's called Drift. You know, because current and then, you know, drift. Current is when things are moving fast, and drift is when they're not, and you're just a little slow. So, there you go. Um, it's called Drift, and it's going to share the kitchen with current. And it's, it's, uh, it's supposed to go along with if the, if the restaurant's current, where you're more active, drift is where you're a little more slow. And uh, it's going to be, it's, a, it's my undersea bar kind of lounge thing. It shares a kitchen with currants, so they have their appetizers and their, you know, some of their desserts and snacks offered, including the, uh, the hot dogs you can get up at uh, Tidal Treats. They're going to also be available down there. And a, uh, an awesome little thing called S'more Bread. It's Is got two R's. Bread? So maybe it's, maybe it's S'more Broad. But um, it's basically like open-faced sandwiches that, um, you know, have like some really amazing toppings and stuff put on them. And usually when you order them, you get three different kinds. So it's like a sandwich flight. (laughs) That's fun. And and they're served on like rye and wheat breads and stuff like that. It's totally awesome. Um, You know, and and the atmosphere in here, you're going to have a lot of... uh, you know, deep blues, a lot of neon up around the ceiling, you know, kind of giving it like down lighting. Um, I'm really impressed with the drink offerings here. 
you're, you're going to have some traditional uh, Danish beers like Carlsbad and uh, Turbog, uh, along with a rotating selection of some uh, micro-brewed beers, which micro-brewing is starting to get really popular over there like it is here. So you'll have some, uh, some micro-brewed beers that kind of rotate in and out. Um, the liquor offerings, you're going to see Glog, which is kind of like their, their wine. It's like a, uh, a mold type of wine. It's got a lot of spices and seasonings and stuff. It's, it's kind of their thing. Uh, but you're also going to have uh, some traditional cocktails that you'd get here stateside, but um, made with their uh, version of vodka called Brennivin. It's basically a flavorless, strong alcohol, so it's like vodka. Um, and we're going to have a, a flight yes. of whiskeys featuring Mikkeler, Stawning, and Eastfjord whiskeys. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Are they that bad? I've never heard of them, so I'm out. Well, yeah, because they're Danish. <laughs> the Danish whiskey industry is only about five years old. I have had Swedish whiskey. It was one of the worst whiskeys I've ever had. <laughs> I don't think the Swedes do whiskey very it's well. It's not. Mac Mira and Shane can uh, Shan, Shan Nichols can attest to this. I'm, it was fucking awful. I'm just trying here, okay? <laughs> I figured I'd put it on there. There's three different main companies that are, are, are distillers there. The Isfjord, they, they do have peated whiskeys they're putting out. So I've, I've, got, I've got some entertainment here, okay? Because this okay. is a deluxe, I, I'm going big. And we talked about this a few shows back. Fire? No, that was episode <laughs> one. <laughs> Lapu Lapu, fire in the French. <laughs> yep. Um, there's Chil- there, there, there's going to be a stage theater located inside Atlantica, and it's called Athena's Hall. Um, it's named after King Triton's, you know, late wife, uh, Aurora's mom, or Ariel's mom, Aurora. <laughs> Ariel's mom. Her name's Athena, and uh, when she passed away, she she loved singing. She loved entertainment. When she died, King Triton ba- basically banished all singing. That's why. Ariel loves to sing and never could do it. Wait, wait, no. They put on a concert in the very first scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just saying. So you've got, uh, I'm going to put Athena's Hall, and it's going to basically be a, a, a stage theater, um, kind of similar to what you have aboard the Disney Cruises, where you actually get some Broadway-level shows that are Disney-themed being performed in Orlando. What? What kind of deluxe resort is this? The, that has never happened before. Oh well, maybe it's the new kind, Scott. This is a this Disneyland. is fucking under the under yeah, undersea. No okay, this is theater this, in Disneyland. In the is, resort, well, they, they do have a stage and they get some stuff. No, in the hotel. Yeah, in the park, there is. He's putting this in a hotel. Fucking, I'm putting it under the sea. Because because the new means of the term. Hey, you know what? Folks will go to it, and I'm just I'm I'm just trying to make money for my company. All right, and I ain't even done yet. I ain't even got you guys hook, line, and sinker. What <laughs> did there? Um, now I've got. This an, is like I, this is like episode forty-six where Trenton encloses uh, the guests in a uh, in a pod to go down the Moana. Res- the oh Moana no, route. that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
his bubble, bubble car, car where people would asphyxiate <laughs> because there's no way to get air in them. <laughs> Trust me, I tried to find a way to put a dome on this bitch, but then I thought, nope, people are going to cook like ants under a magnifying glass. <laughs> No dome. Oh, like they will in the death bucket. So, uh, I've also got an arcade, as every resort have. It's going to be called Scuttle's Pier. And it's where you're just going to have all the basic arcade games you find everywhere. It'll be at ground level up on the main building. And uh, the last thing I've got, I've got some little extracurricular, which would be, you know, a separate uh, kind of item that you purchase. Um, mermaid swim lessons. Mermaid swim what? Lessons. Oh. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, you can sign your kid up for swimming lessons with real mermaids. You know, you'll have uh, guys and gals down there wearing them fake mermaid tails, but like really good looking ones. And uh, they'll uh, strap your kid into one of those little latex kind of mermaid tails and give them lessons on how to swim like a mermaid. Because all the kids do it. And I guarantee you that people are every mom's going to sign their daughter up to get swim lessons from a mermaid. But I, I I can't help but think we've just been transported back to 1980s. Yep, pretty oh much. My God. Just, can, let me. What the fucking mermaid finish? shows? It's not really yeah, yeah. a show. I mean, this is like down under the in like an undersea cave kind of you know looking thing. Um, the kids get is to there, swim. Is there, a, is, there a, is there a swimmer's pole? No, there's no pole. <laughs> yeah, it's 1980s Okeechobee. <laughs> But they, uh, at the end of this lesson, you, you get a surprise visit, and this is a Disney first. You get Ariel in the water actually swimming. A fin dance. Splash dance. <laughs> and she'll swim. Yeah, she swims out through a doorway at, at the end of the, you know, you can't really see. And she comes out, and she's like, wow, y'all done a great job. <laughs> you know, whatever Ariel sells. Dingle. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> this is where it kind of goes a little Jedi uh, training academy because during the meeting with Ariel and the kids are all excited, you hear this cackling laughter of Ursula. You hear Ursula and the lights kind of flicker and here's the payoff with this amazing costume and a full life-size Ursula kind of comes swimming out into the water and starts coming toward the kids. Ariel's like, you gotta children. get away, take the kids, get away! You know, and you, they, they start using their, what they learned about swimming like mermaids, and they swim to the other end of the pool. And as uh, Ariel and Ursula are yelling back at each other, Prince Eric shows up, throws a net over Ursula, and she gets kind of dragged off behind a, a rock to, you know, to safety, so she doesn't drown. And, you know, that's the end of it. Everybody's happy. Uh, Ariel wins. The kids are thrilled. Blah, blah, blah. Cloaca's all around. Thanks for coming to Disney Atlantic Resort. Okay. It's underwater, but not. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> I know. It's just what happens when you give a presentation and you have a half an hour of, 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 of what are we doing? Do you want some cloaca, or do you want my Morgendorfer balls? <laughs> Morgendorfer, I right, really Tim. liked Aria. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Mikey has created a... Death trap. New category for sorts. <laughs> the underwater death trap. No, um, it's not as cool, man, because the kids are going to wear, like, a life jacket. You can't not wear a life jacket. <laughs> And a mermaid uh, tail. Life jackets don't have you breathe underwater. He's going to find a way to dig into the swamp earth of Orlando and create Shouldn't a basement be difficult, level. Scott. You called it a swamp. Uh, yeah, that's a big problem. That's why there's no basements at Disney. That yeah. Disney is a basement. Well, Disney, no, yeah. it's not. 
No. Asgard yeah. is the people. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So Mikey is dealing. Mikey's dealing with engineering logistics like Trenton did in episode 46. <laughs> I've got drainage canals. <laughs> He's got drainage. You do have a drainage canal. All right, Tim. And beignets. Uh, from our last our last resort, also a deluxe. What do you... Also deluxe. And as always, I go last when I'm completely out of my tree, so <laughs> let's yeah. do this. We're going to go all Samantha Brown on this Top bitch. Top this. Top of mine. Oh, I'm top of yours. <laughs> oh, baby. my God. <laughs> And I'm going to welcome you to Disney's Mediterranean. I almost okay. went there too, man. I was I was worried that you were going to because this this idea has been kicked around in Disney. My, my first idea time. was Greece, but I couldn't find anything I liked, which is funny cuz you know Parthenon, but go ahead. And as everybody knows, no good idea dies in Disney. It just gets put on the back burner and it eventually comes back around. So my resort is going to be on the Seven Seas Lagoon in between the TTC and the Contemporary. It's going to have a monorail station, because every resort on a Seven Seas Lagoon has to have a monorail station. And it's going to be a blend of Greek, Italian, and Egyptian influences. So your main building is going to be Greek. That's going to be the center, and it's going to be styled after Mykonos. So we have white, everything's going to be white buildings, and bright blue and bright red accents. We're going to have the Crystal Oasis pool and a splash pad for kids. And this is where the bar and the health club is going to be located. The bar is going to be called Bar Opa. Opa! Be- can, you throw cl- can you throw plates? Opa! Yay! You throw plates! <laughs> yes. I'm in on this. I'm so in. <laughs> and it's going to be actually out over the lagoon. So the bar itself is going to be hanging out over onto the lagoon. The health club is going to be the Olympus Spa. Of course. And health club. Of course. So the reason why I put that in the middle is because when you, I'm going to build this resort through a series of canals. We're going to dredge the canals through that section of, of land. because Gotta have drainage. Gotta have drainage. drainage. And my first building is going to be Venice. Oh, nice. So you, the main transportation is going to be by boat. To this resort. So you're going to go, you're going to enter through Venice. And the, the buildings in Venice, the, the resort rooms in, in Venice are going to be modeled after the luxury apartments along the Venice canals. And they're going to be done in corals and yellows and greens. The walkway is going to be faux cobblestone, kind of like Mikey's, just stamped concrete because you don't want to reel your luggage. Concrete. Trittons. Oh, those tr- okay, those are Mikey's art. He's drowning <laughs> us. I'm underwater. Trent. No walkways underwater. That's what we're going to have our first resort pool. And that's going to be the Laguna Pool. It's going to be a sand bottom pool designed to look like an Italian lake. You can have a Geppetto's Market, which is where your souvenirs and your merchandise is going to be. It's also where your standard sit-down restaurant is going to be, and that's going to be called Mezzo's. And that's a one-credit restaurant, rustic Italian dishes with fish, veal, homemade pastas, hand-tossed cold-fired pizzas. And then you're going to move into the middle which will be the Mykonos, and that's going to be walkways. We're going to be tinted concrete to look like stone paths. Your crystal oasis pool, the splash pad. The next building is going to be Egyptian. And that's going to be done in an Egyptian revival style, influenced by downtown Cairo. Okay. Which is stone blocks, carvings 
in between floors, iron railings, and that's also where our signature restaurant's gonna be. And that restaurant's gonna be called Cedars. Why Cedars? Cedar is a, one of the biggest tree populations in Why not my big fat Greek restaurant? Because he's in, he's in Egypt. He's <laughs> <though>. in <laughs> Egypt. I mean, yeah. I, I, and then this is a luxury resort. I want my big fat Greek restaurant. I'd go to my big fat Greek restaurant, just so you know. <laughs> at, Cedar, at Cedars, it's going to be upscale dishes from Greece, Egypt, Morocco, and southern France. I can I can dig this. And the, the grounds will be landscaped in cedar, fig trees, olive trees, cypress, palm trees, aloe, lemon trees, anything you find in the Mediterranean. African daisies, sage rock roses and lavender and my quick service is also going to be in egypt and that's going to be this is where i get a little kitschy because it's going to be agrabah oh boy that was my number two option well listen polly does it with moana they do and lilo and stitch so it's going to be modeled after a an outdoor egyptian agora outdoor street market kind of like they do over at Kirby beach and that's that's pretty much it. That's how far as it goes. It's not a half hour presentation. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that you've gone all around the Mediterranean, not just uh, not just Greece, because look, they, they've been dying. People have been dying for a Greece pavilion, Greek Greece restaurant. And the the initial idea, the initial resort that Disney keeps putting on the back burner is the Venetian. They keep wanting to put the Venetian resort in that very right. same spot. So like, why not limit it? Why limit it to a Venetian? Just do the whole a whole Mediterranean. Yeah. So you thing. can kind of go around the Mediterranean on this entire. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a it's like a cruise around the Mediterranean. Well, yeah, and exactly why I, I wanted to build canals through that whole area because each section of this resort, from Mykonos to Florence and Venice and Cairo, it's all they're it's all, all water based. Yeah, water based, boat centric, and that's the main mode of transportation for that. I like it. I like it a lot. And look, you can't go wrong with some. Uh, some Greek food or Italian food. I mean, I'll tell you what. Since Cat Core is closed, I've been missing that restaurant. It was really good. Well, I was a little worried about Italian. There's so many Italian, Italian restaurants. restaurants now. It's so many. Yeah. That's why I just put like a standard one credit dining. And look, people will eat it up because that's it's comfortable. They will. It's it's easy comfort food. I just want to throw plates. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it sounds like fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. So look, there's there's plenty of plenty of choices for the listeners to choose from. You know, Trent will put up his poll, and we'll uh, we'll see what happens. As we finish up tonight's show, Mikey, some some fun stuff coming up on the Magical Meltdown. I know you're I know you're almost you're like ten days away from a cruise, but uh, do we have a sale coming up or anything like that? A sale, ha! Huh? Cruise sale. I see what you did there. Yep. Ah, yeah. You see what I did there? <laughs> yep. God. Bless it, Scott. Um, oh, I'm so punny. I don't know when sales come up because I'm bad about checking my spam folder <laughs> on my email. But I'm going to release a shirt, maybe two, if I'm busy. And those are usually on sale when They're they get released. They're always on so sale when yeah, they get released. There's a sale coming up. You know? There's there. Yeah. Uh, also at themagicalmetal.com, we're going to have the poor tour lanyards get, uh, I, I got my shipment in. I have 25 of them made. 24, because I'm going to wear one. So I got two dozen of them that I'm going to put up on magicalmetal.com uh, for everybody to order up for the uh, 
the meet and greet or the meet and greet like we're CMs. No, for for the uh, the sheet up in in November or whenever the hell you want to go to Epcot and uh, drink around the world. So uh, those will be coming up. Maybe I'll get them posted tomorrow. You know, if you're going to be at the sheet up in November, go over to www.themagicalmeltdown.com and make sure you get one of your uh, VIP poor tours uh, because you want to be you want to look awesome. And better than everyone else. You want to wear the same thing that, you know, 23 other people are wearing <laughs> around their necks. But but then you're select. You're elite. <laughs> and then we look like a, a an actual legitimate tour group. Yeah. Who's going to hold the flag? We don't have a yellow flag, <laughs> but we don't need it because we'll, we'll have a Trenton. Uh, but go over there. Go over to www.themagicalmeltdown.com. Check out the glassware. Check out the VIP lanyards. Uh, they're going to be awesome. Make sure you get them. Uh, but also check out the t-shirts over at Public. The uh, Coco Rivera uh, tequila shirt is m- one of my favorites that has been recently. I think uh, I think there may be some Hulk coming. If anyone's a, a Hulk fan and, you know, likes the, the 80s. Uh, but so as we finish up this week's uh, episode, uh, go over to facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. That's where you're going to find our poll for this week's episode. Uh, Trenton's going to release it. He will he will show his uh, stringed instrument and you will vote on exactly who uh, who won the Battle of the Resort Imagineering. Uh, because, you know, look, Disney listens. They're going to build one of these. They want to know your opinion. So I want to thank you all for joining us this week on Three Sheets of Mouse. If you enjoyed the show, go over to iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. We've had some uh, recent reviews and and ratings. Uh, those are you know those are really important to us. It helps others like you find the show. Uh, the more ratings we get, the more we appear on the search engines for Disney podcasts. So go over to iTunes, rate and review the show if you like it. Leave us five stars. Uh, we really would appreciate that. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter over at Three Sheets Podcast. So if you're in the parks, tag us on your Instagram and don't forget to use the hashtag Three Sheets Nation. Uh, but again, as I said, if you really want to interact with us, head over to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Three Sheets. That's where you can be part, become part of the Three Sheets Nation. It's a lot of fun. If you have friends that love Disney as much as you do, invite them to join Three Sheets Nation. Invite them to the show. But if you're going to invite them, Mikey... What do they need to do? Get their tetanus shot? Mm. Yes, and probably a few other shots, to be <laughs> honest with you there, Tim. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, there may not be anything contagious going around, but you don't want to go to work on Monday with a funny sore. No, um, definitely uh, pay attention to the questions. There's three questions that you have to answer, and they're not difficult questions. If you enjoy this podcast and you're 21... You can answer those questions. I mean, you can probably... But yeah, answer the questions, okay? We don't make it difficult. We just want to make sure that you're not a robot from Egypt. They're not difficult, but they're not yes or no questions, so those are not going to be accepted. And you know, if if you want to be fast-tracked to approval, use correct fucking grammar and punctuation. (laughs) God damn! Mikey is stringent. Now we're just getting I will picky. Per- I will personally approve you if I get fucking complete sentences, properly punctuated. With a, with a subject, a noun, a verb, all of those the things. dangling participle. You give me an adverb, and you may get more than a... You, you, you may get dinner plates if I get an <laughs> oh adverb. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
If you do want to become part of Three Sheets Nation, make sure you answer the questions to join the Facebook so that one of all, one of us uh, or the admins can approve you. Mikey, <laughs> give me some closing remarks. Uh, okay, I got two things. Uh, first, listen, I know everybody liked my resort, and if you want to see cloacas on Trenton's poll, you've got to vote for me. Because fish have cloacas and Trenton's got a pole. Why shouldn't they meet oh each other? <laughs> now, the second thing I've got, which goes back to Scott talking about reviews and stuff like that. We had a listener send us an email. Scott, do you mind if I read this email? I do not mind at all. All right. We had a listener. I'm just going to say she goes by the name Suzanne. She says, hey, guys. With a Z? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for these podcasts. Well, she's already got my attention. <laughs> she commutes one and a half, two hours to work each way. Day. I don't get that shit in Arkansas. Two hours and I'm halfway across the state. Oh, I get it. Each I way get that. daily. I get it. I, I you get guys it. do. That's we, my drive I, every I, day. I don't. She, she's basically going from New Hampshire to Boston. Oh, that's a long way. Damn. That's, a, that, that's two different states, mm-hmm. if my math is right. Yeah, but they're small states. Uh, and she doesn't know what she what she did before our podcast. Besides, she would yell and scream at assholes who can't drive. She <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, well, they're called mass holes for nothing. Welcome to New England. Suzanne says, The podcasts have made my mornings and afternoons better. I find myself laughing and yelling at the radio and also learning quite a lot. I don't know what fucking episode she's listening to. <laughs> <laughs> but any one of our shows. Is I, I don't think lot. we've taught anybody anything since the uh, the Sea Base Alpha no, episode. No, <laughs> After that, no, no. it's been fucking downhill. Mikey, we have taught people very important things like if you're gonna get a second Lapu Lapu, don't order the pineapple. Yeah, you see. And I guess I've taught people what the erogenous zone of a fish is yes, called. You so you know what? The more you know. Ba, ba, Trademark ba, ba. NBC. That's going in there. I consider myself a very knowledgeable Diz nerd. She calls herself a Diz yeah. nerd. Yeah. But you guys keep increasing my nerdiness and my love for it. I don't know if I like that we increase her nerdiness, but I'm going to take it. And my love for Disney and booze each day. Definitely the booze. We increase her love for hey, booze. booze. Oh, Maybe yeah. that means we're driving her to drink, but I'm going with it. So she just wants to say thank you and keep up the good work. Thank you, Suzanne. Suzanne, thank you for that email. And if anyone else wants to send us an email, let us know what we're doing. Good, bad, indifferent. The number three sheets to the mouse at gmail.com. Give us an email. We, we like we like getting that. It, uh, it, 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 you know what? It tickles our innards like the old Mountain Dew used to. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Suzanne, for that email. It's wonderful. We love getting those. We love hearing from you about what we can do better or what we can do worse. Like... Resort planning. <laughs> so there's a reason this was four weeks in the making, and we still came up with what we came up with. Eighty percent of this podcast tried putting this off. We tried putting it off when we started tonight. As long as we could, you did, you did, and I wasn't gonna let you. So Adam, yes, tonight, give me some closing remarks. Well, we mentioned the shirts. We also have special running shirts. All right, so you have, what, three more days to get your orders in? Is that right? Yep. Yep, you have until October 1st. That's when we're closing the orders. We're going to place them on October 1st. Uh, you will. All you have to do is send us an email at, at the email. That's three sheets of the mouse, number three, at gmail.com. 
send us a message for your order. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll pin the we'll pin the post to the top of the top of the page so you can go check it out. Go find those shirts. If you're going to be running in November, if you work out at home, if you just like some nice moisture wicking material, buy a shirt because it shows you're part of Three Sheets Nation. I don't run, but I'm going to get one anyways. Well, especially if you are running and you want to see each other on the race during the race, this would be the easiest way for people to actually realize you're part of our group. Yes. So, I mean, if you're running, especially the longer races, the 5K, you can probably get away with any shirt. The 10K, even that. But when you're getting into half territory, things start sweating and you start stinking. So this will help with the moisture wicking of that. So so if you want a shirt, it's $28. You can send it to PayPal. Uh, The PayPal is the same as our email. But again... Uh, go to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. At the top of the page is the announcements. You'll find it there. That's where you'll have all the information, your ordering size, how you know how you go about ordering one. We will ship it directly to you. So $28 includes shipping to you. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Make sure you get one. Also, November meetup right around the corner. I have one space for each dining reservation right now. Also... We are going to increase the prize to three tickets. Okay, so there are three tickets available on the uh, the top of the world bourbon giveaway for Give Kids the World. Um, we'll have a we'll have a quickie before uh, before the next show ends, so we can talk about that. Yes, but yeah. we we ended up with three because somebody canceled. So all right, so we have three we have three uh, prizes to give away. Uh, three uh, three bourbon tastings giveaway. So if you've entered that, that's twenty dollars per entry. For every twenty dollars you donate to Give Kids the World, that's where you get an entry into the uh, to the bourbon tasting. Go back to our uh, to to our quickie on that. We've talked about it over the last few months. Uh, make sure you get involved in that because it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys have what twelve seats out of the twenty? Well, the last time we did it, it was twenty twenty people there. It, it could be different now, but we have yes, twelve. We seats, definitely have twelve so. seats. So we will definitely be the majority. And and as as Horizon taught us, tasting. majority rules. Yes. Adam, give me some closing remarks tonight. Well, again, I appreciate everybody. Um, I really don't have much right now. I kind of enjoyed all the interactions this weekend that we saw on the page. That was a lot of fun to watch. I know I don't get on the page quite as much due to work and shit. But I thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening to us. And we wouldn't be here without you. So... Keep on listening. Keep on giving us reviews. They're important. And we'll see you all in November. Trenton, give me your closing remarks. Uh, Well, closing remarks. Um, Super excited to meet everyone in November. That meetup's coming up. Um, I I just, once again, want to say thank you to everyone for listening to our show. You keep us doing what we're doing. We have a lot of fun with it. And uh, we're going to keep doing it because we have too much goddamn fun with these episodes. And uh, we've we, we, it, it's for us, but it's for y'all. If that makes sense, we uh, we, we we put it out there because you guys want to listen to it. But we we we're kind of selfish. We really have a lot of fun with this, so um, happy to keep doing this every week with uh, with with you guys. Tim, hey, you know, just when I think they can't get any crazier, they top themselves. They did. They really <laughs> every did. Weekend. When this episode drops, we will be six days away from our cruise to Bermuda. And I'm going to apologize in advance for whatever shit show that Baby Beard and the Hair gives you. 
Because the three elder hosts will be on a boat in the middle of Bermuda. So. Fucking call me elder one more time. <laughs> 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 yeah, Mikey's that much older than me. But he's still older. He is older. He's still older. He's only four years younger than we are. Yeah, the, the three eldest... Well, at least he will be when we get on oh, the boat. it's the millennial show, technically. I fucking can't believe I said that. Wow. So, good luck, <laughs> cheaters, and we will see you when we get back. We used to have one more show before we say goodbye. Yes, we have one more show. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Depending on so what the topic is. If now. the topic's too hard, I told Tim already I'm going to have to pass because I'm not going to have time to get everything done. <laughs> All right. So, uh, look, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for being part of the Facebook group, being a part of Three Sheets Nation. It is uh, you guys have made the last year and a half an awesome or actually more than a year and a half an awesome time for us on uh, Three Sheets Nation. So, from all of us here at Three Sheets of Mouse, thank you for making our show a part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time, this time, and until next time, so long for just a while. And thank you! Twelve and a half minutes. It's a quickie!